Welcome to this segment, Talks with Tori, on the Raw Reality Podcast brought to you by yours truly. In these episodes, we will unpack all things health, fitness, lifestyle, mindset, and athletes, bringing you pep talks on the topics I'm most passionate about to provide you with inspiration and motivation. Let's get into it. Hello guys and welcome back to Talks with Tori. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode and Lily's as well. I thought Lily's was so, so good considering how nervous and stressed we were kind of bringing these episodes out, but also super excited. I firstly just want to preface, I am quite sick at the moment, so ignore the blocked up uh, voice and potentially a runny nose. I am so sorry, but I wanted to get this episode out there for you guys. So Today, I wanted to talk about my experiences with birth control, a bit of like my story on the pill, my acne, my hormones, everything like that. And obviously, I'm not a health professional. I'm no doctor, no naturopath, but I've had plenty of experience with it, plus seeing a bunch of naturopaths and doctors and all the rest of it. And if you guys have been following me on Instagram or YouTube, you will know that I've had quite a lengthy journey with this so far and it is something that I'm working on healing and it's a lot. There's a bit on but we're getting through it and I feel like the last two weeks and I'll probably touch on this um, in the coming episode with Lil in our R&R but the last couple of weeks have been quite tough and I just feel like it is. It Life honestly is like the ocean. Everything comes in waves and I saw this quote yesterday at my naturopath office and it just resonated with me straight away. So it says healing comes in waves, growth comes in waves, happiness comes in waves, progress comes in waves, trust the process. And I just couldn't relate to it anymore. I felt like it was exactly what I needed to hear. So let's get straight into the episode. I want to dive into my story and kind of how this all came about and how I am kind of in the position that I am today. So I feel like, and it honestly makes sense, but everything that I'm going through today leads back to birth control. So essentially I was 16 when I got put on birth control because I got my first period at 16 and I know that's quite late, but my mum was very similar, but because I was training at a competitive level. I had lower body fat. I was such an active person with competing at a competitive level or an elite level in my sport. So it was just kind of normal, I guess, in that elite environment. So I got my period at 16 and it was like a week out from a comp. It was so scary. Yeah. So I got my period and I was 16, got it before a comp and it was just like, oh my God, what do I do? Like I'm meant to go out on the floor and wear leotards. Like I need to learn to use a tampon like straight away it was terrifying and I couldn't imagine anyone who had dealt with it at earlier age than 16 like when I hear people who got theirs at like 12 or 13 I'm just so mind blown because I'm like first of all that shouldn't be allowed but second of all like you wouldn't really even know what it is or what your body's doing or how to like do things yourself like putting tampons in or pads and all that sort of stuff like it's just so daunting for us girls and especially at that age like my heart goes out to the girls who got it at that young like it just yeah it baffles me but I got it at 16 and my period was spotting for three months straight so essentially I had a very light period for three months and I was just like I can't really deal with this I yeah like I'm competing I'm wearing leotards I'm splitting my legs in the air like it's just not something I wanted to deal with and I was in a relationship at the time but didn't really have any Thing to do with going on the pill. So I did go to the doctor and I was like, Hey, look, I've been spawning for like three months. I'm a competitive gymnast. This is just not ideal. And he was like, cool, let's go on the pill. 
And at that age, I don't know what the pill is. I didn't really have many friends. I probably had friends that are on it, but it wasn't something we really talked about. Not that I can remember anyway. And the way he explained it was like, so pretty much you take this pill same time every day. You can pretty much can control when you get your periods and you can skip them. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. I don't need to get a period. That's awesome. I'll take it. So I took the pill and the first one I went on, I'm pretty sure it was Levelin. Um, and I had no issues whatsoever. And I was on that pill from 16 to 18. I definitely still got periods. Like I definitely didn't skip all of them because I knew it wasn't good for you. I definitely did skip a few as well when I had a pretty major comp or anything like that where I was like I don't want to deal with this I'm all focused on comp I don't need to worry about anything else going on downstairs so yeah it was probably like 50 50 sometimes I'd skip most of the times I wouldn't but I had no other issues on this pill. I had no skin issues and I never had any skin issues as a child growing up. I didn't have many mood changes. Mum would probably say different, but that was just probably the age that I was at. I didn't have any issues, nothing during that two years and... I was happy. Happy as Larry. I was competing. I was training. I was controlling my periods. Everything was running really smoothly. And it wasn't till I came off the pill that everything went downhill. So I was 18 and I was coming home from the world championships. And it was like a massive time of my life. Like I had just competed at the world. Like it was like my biggest achievement to date. And there was a lot going on. I was also splitting up with my partner at the time. And he was the one who mentioned me. My ex-boyfriend mentioned me that I probably should come off the pill and give my body a break and I was like you know what you're probably right I've been up for two years probably time to like come off it and get myself sorted naturally um which is probably something that's always been at the back of my mind so I come off the pill in 2018 when I was 18 and the weekend that I came off was the weekend that I was in hospital diagnosed with appendicitis tonsillitis and glandular fever so yeah boom all three at once um so I was in hospital getting my appendix removed and just kind of dealing with everything else and I was like you know what it's probably a great time to go off the pill with everything else that they're putting in my body and trying to keep me alive at this stage no not that bad but yeah I went off the pill that weekend and to zoom out for a hot second I didn't get a period for a whole year like literally spot on a whole year um but we'll get into that later so zooming back in coming off the pill I was recovering from my surgery from my appendix being removed kind of recovering from the glandular fever chronic fatigue and just kind of adjusting and after your appendix you're not allowed to lift anything below sorry above five kilos for like six weeks and obviously being me huge into the gym an acrobat like that was so hard I could barely walk I was couch ridden for like three two or three weeks and so in this time I was having a break from acro obviously I wasn't working and my parents had just gone away overseas so I was being looked after by my brother and my cousins which was a wild time it wasn't the best in terms of looking after myself I guess physically in terms of nutrition and trying to stay positive and all that sort of stuff so I guess this is where I really truly started to go downhill and a lot of things started to change for me and my body so this recovery from my surgery was about an eight week six to eight week recovery period so with no lifting weights no heavy training no literally not much other than walking because it is so intense on your stomach um and then I was also dealing with tonsillitis glandular fever and so I was on actually can't even remember I do remember kind of being on antibiotics like during the hospital time but not sure what else coming out of the hospital but in this eight weeks I was first three weeks was couch ridden and then I moved into working I kind of took over my mom's role at her job just to like get me out of the house earn some money and just try and not focus on everything that I was going through. So in this eight weeks of healing, I actually gained 10 kilos, like 10 
kilos. It is a lot of weight to put on in a very short amount of time. And sure, like I wasn't training obviously at all. I wasn't eating the best. I wasn't eating horribly, but I was definitely not eating great. And it just didn't warrant the 10 kilos that I put on in eight weeks. Like that is a very, very short time. And I also noticed that I started to get some skin, some acne kind of popping up. So some pimples and just like some cystic acne starting to come to the surface on my skin, which I had never dealt with before. Probably got the odd pimple, but nothing serious, nothing that stressed me out, nothing that made me feel super insecure or anything like that. Never had dealt with anything like this. And the fact that I was dealing with it in a matter of like two months was scary and also there was a lot of questions I had no idea what was going on so so I started to get worse as the days went on I wasn't really going into my gym because I couldn't drive only some days um I was literally just going to work and home and sleeping and recovering as much as I could because obviously I just wanted to get straight back in the gym but it was an intense recovery like the the pain in my stomach and the strength that I lost was actually quite wild but yeah it was the it was the skin issues and the weight gain that just didn't make sense to me and a lot of people I was asking so many people and I just didn't make sense and so the weeks went by the weight was kind of continuing to stack on the skin was continuing to get worse um my stomach was healing mentally I was getting a lot worse because I couldn't understand what was happening to my body and it was just like my world around me was changing but mentally it was like an out-of-body experience it was like I could just see all these things happening to me but had no control over it what's well I didn't have any control over whatsoever and it was so terribly frightening the I remember the week that I was like all right I probably should start getting back to the gym and, and slowly start moving into things was terrifying so essentially the last time I'd been in the gym properly was just after the world championships where I was the leanest I've ever been. I had grated cheese six pack and was just super lean, no skin issues, nothing. And I was known, I guess, as Tori, this like lean, fit, elite athlete. And obviously as many other things, but that was like, that was my physical appearance, right? And to come back into the gym about 10 to 12 weeks later, just honestly looking like a different person this ruined me mentally the fact that I had to walk in there I didn't even know who I was myself I didn't know what was happening to me I didn't know what changes like the changes that were made to my body and like I honestly just didn't know like it was so terrifying walking back in there to the people who once knew me as this fit lean girl to a quite overweight acne like just a completely different person, right? And it was it was terrifying. It was super upsetting. It didn't do any good for my mental health. And obviously during that that whole time as well, I was dealing with my breakup, which wasn't nice. It was super hard to deal with. But again, a lot of change happening and it was just like, what the fuck is going on? I wish someone was just gonna stand in front of me and tell me what was going on because I just couldn't put my finger on it. So from here on, and my parents returning from overseas, my mum was my mum couldn't even recognize me. She just couldn't believe how much I had changed and again like what I was going through and it was it was again like she didn't even know no one knew and could understand what was going on and it was just so terrifying so from this point onwards I essentially spent the next year seeing multiple different doctors so so many different doctors and I just wanted answers I just wanted someone to be like this is what's going on this is how we can fix it and this is what we do moving forward but I wasn't getting that answer whatsoever and that was so many doctors and at this point I started to get back into training for acro because 
because we were kind of starting to figure out what our next goal was in terms of competing and figure that out. The amount of doctor's appointments that I was visiting, it was just so overwhelming because each doctor had a different opinion. No one was kind of, no one was really testing me. They were just going off my symptoms and sure, like you can do that. But for how deep rooted my issues were, no one was testing to then see what the real true issue was going on in my body and it was just multiple different answers it was confusion it was overwhelming it was disheartening because I was like why the fuck can no one tell me what is going on with me like how can I just sit here and have no answers I don't understand so again time's going on and we're seeing more and more doctors in Acro we decided to pick our next goal which was the 2019 World Cup in Las Vegas so that was kind of the next goal for us and that was essentially a year from the world championship so in this whole year is what I'm dealing with so we're going through you know we're training we're starting to pick things back up it was definitely a lot harder because I had all this extra weight my partner my acro partner was this like super lean skinny girl and in acro you obviously get judged on your appearance so as I'm going through comps it was more and more disheartening to have to go out onto the floor in front of the judges who again knew me as being this lean person who had completely changed in the drop of a hat and I just had I just had to deal with it because well it was what it was and I was not gonna let this hold me back from achieving my dreams but definitely was a lot harder so I remember deciding to compete at this world cup or trying to qualify for this world cup and just trying to have to make make do with what we've got while still pushing towards my goals but I found that the harder I train the worse I felt or the more weight I gained or the more my skin broke out and it was just really hard to navigate because again at that point in my life I was in the mindset of eat less train more lose weight I guess that is that is how I kind of grew up and kind of what I grew up understanding and a lot of my generation and before us is kind of how we're taught how we're conditioned right and I feel like now things are starting to change and people are starting to understand that it's not how it works so moving forward I was getting closer and closer to the world champ the world cup sorry and still having no answers I was still not understanding I couldn't lose weight I was trying diet after diet after diet skincare after skincare after skincare changing it up completely spending so much money on all these appointments all this skincare you know doing as much kind of research as I could without getting particular answer on my exact situation and just yeah just not understanding and just the months are going by and this is still kind of going on in my body and it just I've said it a million times already but it was freaking terrifying because no one could give me a fucking answer and I feel like if this was to happen to someone now there would definitely be a quicker answer because it is so much more spoken about and there is so much more awareness around it which is great and the reason I started my journey and my story was sharing my story but we got closer and closer to the world cup and I found this sports doctor and also in this year I was dealing with back pain um had nothing to do with anything else that was going on in terms of like weight gain and that's what well it could have because I'd gained so much weight in such a short time it was a lot of extra weight for my body to handle which could have also been a tribute to the back pain getting worse definitely um but I did deal with the back pain from prior to the world championships and it was just kind of gradually getting worse and now that I say it out loud definitely the weight gain would have had a role to play in my back getting worse because again my body's trying to cope with this extra weight so that definitely makes sense but I came across this like women's sports doctor lady and so I went and saw her and it was so bizarre I sat in her office with my mom and I was like this is what has been going on in the past I guess year I looked like this and now I look like this I've gained about 12 kilos my skin is so so bad I am 
really severely depressed and I've got this really major back pain that no one has tried no one has figured out I also had two MRIs just after the uh, I think I might have had an x-ray before world championships and an MRI after it and no one could see anything so it was like we can't see anything you're fine keep going so sure I kept going and so this lady I'm telling her all of my issues my back pain the hip pain the weight gain the skin issues the anxiety depression the mood changes all the things that was going on at that time and she sat there and was like right and obviously also told her that I had come off the pill hadn't had a period at all at this point and she was like okay yeah listening taking it all in writing notes and just turns around and goes so from my understanding and from what I can see and hear and all that you're dealing with For me, it sounds like you have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. It sounds like it's post-pill. So you've come off the pill and your hormones are way out of whack and it's caused all of these issues. In terms of your back and your hip, it definitely sounds like you've got stress factors in your back and a tear in your hip because it's just putting extra load on your hip and it's just like causing that to flare up. I think that was all. I think that was all she mentioned. So she was like, you're going to go get an internal and external ultrasound you're going to go get an MRI on your back and your hip you're going to bring it all back in we're going to go through it go through a treatment plan and a plan moving forward I was like great sounds good I go and get all these tests and we put them straight through as like priority because we wanted answers straight away because we are not too far out from the world cup at this point this is getting a lot closer and closer at this point in training I'm just I'm just trying to manage. I'm just trying to get through do what I can to achieve the skills we needed keep our routines you know starting to look consistent and to do what I could do at this point so I get I go back to the doctor I get my results back and she goes "Mm, yep to what I expected from my internal ultrasound she could see that my ovaries were quite enlarged and I had 25 cysts on one ovary and 35 cysts on the other ovary which is very very severe that was frightening like that was like okay like what does this mean and I'd never heard of PCOS in my life so she was like yep we'll talk about that in a second and then she was like from your MRI I can see a couple of stress fractures in your back and a little um tear in your hip I can't remember what it was called now but tearing my hip and essentially because my back was taking so much load it was then starting to I guess my hip was starting to like try and take over and that was the kind of my left hip that I would do the splits on and whilst holding someone above my head so it was just it made sense the way that my pain was like referring to my hip through my back and that was just shit like finding out you have fractures in your back like whilst you're kind of meant to be in your prime of competing was so disheartening so her plan for me moving forward was to go see a gynecologist potentially get my cyst removed start to do like physio rehab recovery for my back and I was told not to compete at the world cup so right then and there I feel like my world was my world was like slowly falling apart and then right then in that appointment it like was came crashing down like all my dreams had been ripped apart I was like how dare you tell me I can't compete like I was just sitting there bawling my eyes out. I had nothing to say. I trained my whole life to, well, I got to the world championships, but then to move forward at the top level into the world cup, I was like, no, you're not telling me I can't compete. Absolutely not. Told my coaches, we went and got a second and a third opinion. They both said the same thing. You're not competing, doing anything other than recovering and resting because you could be at risk of one, completely breaking your back and then two, making your health worse and not being able to have kids in the future and all of that. And of course that was frightening. And you guys know all I want to do is have children and have my own family. And for someone to sit there and tell me that was so scary and disheartening but also like me wanting to push forward and continue to compete at the world cup just yeah it was it was a big moment and I felt like everything was falling apart and so obviously it took me a lot to get through this and a lot of support and yeah just a lot of I guess research and and really figuring out what I wanted to do moving forward so I'm going to move forward in terms of 
my health more so obviously than competing because I'm not here to talk about competing as much as I love it. But just a side note, I did go ahead with competing. You know, I probably sound like a crazy woman, but I did and we came second and it was the most amazing slash hardest experience of my life, but I do not regret that at all. But moving forward, so at this point, I had just been dropped all this information about PCOS and all the things. And so obviously after that appointment, I go, my mom and I go start researching PCOS and essentially polycystic ovarian syndrome is a hormonal disorder and it's like where your hormones are way out of whack and the side effects of PCOS are weight gain, skin, acne, hair loss or hair like really extreme hair growth like to the point where people can't like females can grow full-on beards it's like it's a lot it's a lot because if that happens it just means like your testosterone is super super high as a female which causes that really intense hair growth weight gain or weight loss depending on your type or how your body copes um for me it was obviously weight gain and the acne I didn't really have too much issues with hair growth however I, I notice now sometimes if I if my hormones are out of whack, I'm potentially growing hair faster in terms of just like my armpits, my like just hair on my body, my legs, um, and sometimes like my face, my facial hair, but it's not crazy. It's not really extreme. So they were kind of my biggest side effects with that. And that alone was just hard to deal with, as you could imagine. So I guess from this point now was doing my own research and figuring everything out, figuring what I wanted to do moving forward. I had been told that I could go and get them removed, my cysts on the ovaries, but they could just grow back. So I was like, well, I don't want to go through this surgery recovery process for them just to grow back and be in the same position. There's got to be another way to get through this. And they say that PCOS is treatable, but not curable. So they essentially haven't really found a way to cure PCOS. So that was kind of hard to hear because I was like, oh, okay, cool. So like, I just have to spend the rest of my life trying to treat this. But I do feel like there is somewhat of a way and I feel like I have done it in a some way and I feel like I've done it once and I can do it again I think it just might be potentially something that kind of ebbs and flows throughout my life so I guess in that in the next year I still haven't had a period since coming off the pill and it was just seeing again back to doctors after doctor after doctor I was just getting the same answer with doctors being like go back on the pill go back on the pill go back on the pill and I was like I just I had also started to do research on the pill and what it actually does to your body and I'm not going to try and quote something I don't want to butcher anything and put false information out there but what I can say and what I always preach is do your own research and this podcast isn't for me to be like get off the pill it's bad for you it's not great for you and there always is probably a reason as to why someone is on some sort or some type of birth control but my biggest suggestion to you is just to do your own research and look into it ask around um, because I feel like the more education you can have around something you're putting into your body the better so for me kind of this is where I led into my holistic healing route but I was seeing doctor after doctor And I was like, guys, I just don't want to go back on the pill. There's got to be a way to do it without it. And I didn't really get any of those answers from a doctor. But things just kept getting worse. They just, my mental health was plummeting. I went through a really bad stage where I was suicidal. Again, I had no control over what was happening in my world. I I just have no words. Like it was a time in my life where everything felt like it was falling apart. And I feel like, I felt like I had no reason to be here. I felt like I had absolutely no reason to continue. I had no control over myself or what was going, or what was happening to me. And I couldn't pull my best foot forward in terms of competing or just being a good fucking human because I just was constantly worried about my skin or my weight or all of that that was going on and this is the part in my life where I guess I was cancelling on friends I was so afraid to go outside and see people with my skin and the weight 
I would only ever wear makeup even though it made my skin worse but I would pack on the makeup because I was so embarrassed of my skin I would always try and hide my skin if I had to go out I felt super embarrassed like my confidence had been shot and I'm a confident person like I'm confident in myself and even to this day this last couple of weeks with my skin has shot my confidence not in terms of I don't know how to describe it it's not in terms of who I am because I'm so confident in myself in my life in my direction but it's just in my skin I guess like I just it shoots my confidence in terms of showing up to places without feeling like people are just looking at your skin constantly 24 7 so that's kind of the only way I can describe it but that was just like just trying to live your life getting through without trying to see people and trying to hide like no one wants to live like that it was probably about a year of doing research seeing multiple doctors again so we're back to there was the first period of trying to figure out what's going on and then that was a year and then I finally got answers and figured it out what was happening but then it was another year of trying to figure out treatment and what to do to help everything that was going on so again it was multiple doctors I got to this one doctor who I felt like was finally listening to me and finally I guess like wanting to hear what I have to say wanting to hear what has been going on and how just broken I was at this point and he pretty much sat there and like He did say this from a nice place. It just doesn't sound very nice. But he was like, you're so far gone in terms of like your health and mental health and everything that you need some sort of pharmaceutical medication to bring you back to somewhat level of normal to then try and wean off and heal this in a natural way. And I was like sitting there and I was like, you know what? I honestly agree. I feel like right now there is nothing that is going to pull me out of this hole essentially and I just think I need to just try this route and just see what what happens and what I can do from here so he was like he explained it really well he explained PCOS he kind of unraveled it in a way that no one had he explained the pill very differently and in this point I felt comfortable and like I could trust him he took my weight he I was taking like progress photos. He would take photos of my skin so we could really track the process. So what he put me on at this point was we went back on the contraceptive pill. I think this time I went on Diane from memory. I also got put on metformin, which is actually a diabetic medication that treats PCOS. And then I got put on antibiotics for my skin. So I went from nothing to three types of really intense medication where I felt like I had no choice at the same time I was terrified because I had done so much research and I was like I really don't want to do this again but then I also feel like there's no other choice so I went on these medications and I was on them for about three months and I did start to see my skin clear up but in terms of the antibiotics every time I would finish a dose would come back in and reassess and he was like and I felt like it wasn't really improving that fast or I didn't see much progress so every time I would finish a dose he would up a dose so I went, I think I went through three lots of antibiotics and went up a dosage every single time. And then we got to a point where he was like, okay, if we don't see the progress we should from here, we will look into Roaccutane. And I was like, okay, again, not really knowing much at all. And then just sticking to the pill and the metformin as per normal. So metformin was essentially supposed to help with, I guess, not really losing weight but trying to maintain and then doing other things in terms of changing up my lifestyle to help in moving things along in losing weight and just to control the PCOS symptoms essentially. So that was what I was doing and I was just trying to adjust to being back on medication and see what things would happen and and 
at this point I had fully finished acro I wasn't focusing focusing on that at all I was just trying to get myself back on track because I I truly had lost myself at this point so I had retired from gym I lost the biggest part of my life my boyfriend and I split up completely and again I was just dealing with all of this and trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing I didn't really work it was honestly a time in my life that is so blurry but I just know all I was doing was trying to keep myself alive and trying to it sounds so dramatic but that is honestly how I was feeling like I was honestly just trying to keep all my head above water and just keep day by day moving forward I was on these medications for about three months and whilst I noticed a bit of changes in my skin I didn't see much difference in my weight gain but I felt as though my mental health wasn't great if not worse so I remember being in Sydney one weekend and I threw out all these medications because I was like no I can't do it is not sitting right with me I just feel like it's not actually working for me it's actually making things worse I'm putting more shit in my body that is just my body's not coping with it so I remember being in Sydney and I threw everything out literally just threw it straight in the bin and everyone's always like don't throw it out like make sure you finish the dose or the packet or whatever and then and then throw it out but I was like no I'm done and in my head I was like this is going in the bin and we're not touching anything ever again when I get home from Sydney we're going to book into a naturopath and we're going to do this and I don't remember what came over me and why I chose this route I don't I remember doing a lot of research and again like this part of my life is quite blurry but I just remember doing a lot of research and I don't know if that's what tipped me over the edge or if I'd spoken to someone I'm not fully sure I can't can't give you that answer but I just remember throwing them out and being like I'm done with it and so I come home from Sydney I ended up booking into a naturopath in Melbourne he was amazing and he truly did help me understand things to a deeper level obviously we went straight into what naturopaths do so we went into like herbal tonics we did acupuncture and also sorry I forgot to mention when I was on those medications from the doctor I got three periods obviously because I was on the pills so I was like able to get a period not to say that it is a real period, but I did get three and it was exactly a year from when I came off the pill. Got three periods on the pill and then I went back off it again and then started to get no periods again. So I went to this naturopath. We were doing herbal tonics, acupuncture, needling um, in my gut and to help my skin. And I did see quite improvement through seeing that naturopath I was really focusing on just like being on top of my training my nutrition not to the extent that I am now I feel like I'm definitely so much more well educated thanks to Jackson as well but yeah I definitely was trying my best for what I knew at that point in time I did get a few periods here and there during this period of seeing this naturopath in Melbourne. It wasn't consistent but things were moving and I felt like we were finally getting on top of something. So I saw him for maybe six months um, and then it was kind of the COVID time and it was lockdown. It was, it was lockdown. (laughs) There was really not much else happening. I was living in Melbourne and just, yeah, just trying to get through. I wasn't great, but I wasn't as horrible. I kind of was just like going through life as as well as I could I guess um mental health wasn't amazing but I was trying to implement more and more things to help me move through that and then I guess it was the abrupt of COVID and then it was the whole of me moving to Adelaide to be with Jackson and he is honestly the person who turned my life around and it sounds dramatic but it is it is true he literally educated me so much on mostly training and nutrition And then I was able to find a purpose in trying to like heal everything. Um, And he truly just turned my life around. Like he really did. So essentially when I moved from Melbourne to Adelaide, I reckon I was sitting at around 900 calories eating, which is just ridiculous. No one should be eating 
No one should be eating that much. Not even a friggin' 10 year old would have been eating 900 calories. And it was just in my head. I was like, well, it's COVID. I'm not training a whole lot. Let's just eat less. So we're not, you know, we're not adding any weight or anything like that. But what that did is put my body into fight or flight because I wasn't feeding it. I wasn't fueling my body. So it was holding on to everything that it had, which didn't allow me to lose weight, if anything, gain weight, because it was just anything that came into my body, it would hold on to it to keep it alive. Like that is literally what happens when you're not in a deficit. That is different. When you're doing a deficit and you're well-educated around it, it's, it's completely different. But when you are essentially starving your body, that is when different things happen. And some people are so different. So it can look like, for example, anorexia and, and some people look super thin and their body kind of just fades away or it can still be anorexia, but your body just responds so differently. And it's that, you know, your body's in fight or flight, it's in starvation. So it's just trying to, it's just trying to survive. That's what your body, I guess, born to do in fight or flight situations. So when I moved to Adelaide, Jackson was like, oh my God, we need to turn this all around. So I was... He's like, we're going to slowly reverse your diet. We're going to slowly increase the cows. We're dropping all cardio because your body just cannot handle the stress. Still to this day, it cannot handle the stress of cardio or stress in general. So that was my pretty much my treatment plan from Jackson. So we did went into reverse dieting, slowly increased calories over time. All I was doing in terms of training was weight training and walking. Lots of walking, lots of just like slow paced training and just trying to move my body in a nice, gentle, loving way whilst increasing my calories and eating super whole food, nutritious meals. And just prior to moving to Adelaide, I have never really been a big red meat eater um, and I never thought I'd be able to give up chicken. Like you'd always have those chats and I was like, no, I could never give up chicken. I love my chicken nuggets. I love chicken in general. No way. And so moving to Adelaide, Jackson was vegan at the time and still is. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's just give it a go. It's so easy for us to just cook the same meals. And I actually felt really good. So I went vegan and I was vegan for about a year and a half. And I felt so good being vegan. I feel like it definitely helped because I was just focusing on whole food, nutritious meals. Jackson and I could plan together, meal prep together. And I felt like I was just getting in such like nutrient dense foods into my body. It's just exactly what I needed after a probably a year and a half of not so great eating. Over this first year of living in Adelaide, that's that was my focus. I was literally like kind of working like part-time um, at a studio. I was studying fitness and just focusing on my health. So it was, yeah, it was training like four or five times a week, lots of walking, lots of nutritious meals and the weight dropped off. Like I cannot explain it. Like it took a year, but over this year, like I literally have the notes in my phone of my weight um, number and it just dropping, 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 dropping. The one thing I also added in, and you guys have probably heard me talk about this, is celery juice. So I got onto a medical medium. He's on Instagram. He's amazing. He has his own podcast. He's got his own books and he just is the king of celery juice, essentially. I don't know if he credited or, or what he did, but he's known for his celery juice and healing people with acne. So many, so many different types types of things and that's kind of his yeah I guess forte and if you haven't heard of him go look him up and ever since then I've been on to celery juice but this time in Adelaide it was every single day I build up from like 16 ounces to 30 ounces which is almost a liter of celery juice every single morning it's literally sitting here right next to me I just finished it so between the celery whole foods and just supplementing your regular like magnesium, vitamin C, zinc, and just things that are really, really good for me. Yeah, the weight was dropping off. My skin was starting to clear and it was crazy. It was literally, again, like an out of body experience but watching it reverse. So I was losing weight and I was getting back to my root of 
finding my passion for my teaching and just like the gym and being able to move my body and getting more and more confident in myself as my weight started to drop and my skin started to clear up because I feel like now I'm still struggling with my skin it's something that I have to that I'm still trying to heal but I know who I am I know what I want and I know my values whereas back then I didn't know any of this I was going through the transitional period of growth and everything was changing for me and I was figuring all that out and all of that led me to where I am and what I'm doing now but that I was so young back then I not that it was that long ago but I am so much more educated on everything around me and what I'm doing for myself but also who I am and that made a huge difference as well and there was a lot of self-discovery during this period as well and just my as my identity was changing like like from this, you know, World Cup silver medalist, elite athlete to someone who was like going through mental health, these severe health concerns and having no answers to then like kind of figuring it out, moving through this path. So it was a very like it was, you know, two to three years of where I was like a different person in like I was three different people in those in those three years. It was just wild. So again, like it was a hard fucking time, but I don't regret any of it. Well, not that I could have changed it because it happened, but it has taught me obviously what I know. And it is the reason why I am on this journey of sharing my story and my social media and all of the things. So I guess, yeah, from Adelaide, I, I kind of got myself back on track and I started to, yeah, just feel more confident in myself, in my life. And then, yeah, Jackson was the reason why that all happened. He really, truly educated me. He helped guide me. He supported me. He was the person that I needed to help me get through. Absolutely. And so I was in Adelaide for about a year and a half to two years. I then moved to Queensland and I was thriving. My weight was back down to my regular weight. My skin was completely clear. I was in the best position of my life. And I think since then, I've just continued to grow and become more confident in the person that I am but I have had lots of waves since moving to Queensland so last winter I got to a point where my skin started to break out again and my weight was like up and down again nowhere near as bad however in the time in Adelaide when I was healing sorry I forgot to mention this my skin definitely got worse before it got better and I think it was like a massive purging stage from the celery juice clearing out my body and it definitely yep got it was the worst it ever ever been and that was a really hard period but it got better it completely cleared to the point where I had not one spot scar anything on my face absolutely nothing so it was a hard time to go through when it was really really bad but now if something happens with my skin I look back at those photos and I'm like okay I know it's I'm I'm struggling right now but it's nowhere near as bad and I've dealt with that and I can deal with this type of motivation for me. So always reflecting on how far I've come, but it doesn't make it any easier to still go through these issues, you know, four or five years later when I have all the answers and I'm doing all the right things essentially. But it is just a time where it is ebb and flowing. And this is what I mean by potentially PCOS is not curable. Um, It's treatable and it just depends on how I'm managing with eating, my training. I do notice the less stress on my body, the less my PCOS flares up and I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out what works for me, but I have not since the day I threw out all those medication touched any type of medication unless it was, I reckon I've probably had like maybe six Panadol in the last three years. And the only thing I'll take on day one of my period is an aprogesic if I'm working. If I'm able to just stay home and chill, I won't take it. But if I'm like got to go to work and usually day one of my period when I do get it is very, very rough in terms of my period 
I've had, so it is now April the 27th and I only get a period, well, sorry, I've only had three periods this year. So I had one in January, one in March and one this week, actually. So that is something I'm still trying to get under control and it is a work in progress, but I feel like I have educated myself so much and I'm doing all that I can. My naturopath here on the Gold Coast is amazing. I'm working super hard with her to just try and get back on top of things and I am heading off to Europe in I think it's 50 days today and I guess my biggest thing at the moment is trying to clear my skin. I think that is the biggest thing that is a big wave in my life. It changes quite frequently and it is something that I want to heal completely for good in this year like it is my goal this year to do that but it is always going to be a learning curve and it's not to say that any of this is easy no part is really harder than the other it it just is what it is but I am also grateful for this journey because I am I have been able to share my experiences and I know how much you guys appreciate me being super vulnerable through across my socials and I find it comforting opening up knowing that I'm going to help one of you if not some of you so I that is kind of my story with the birth control and now I just want to quickly chat about my top tips within this kind of space so first things first is to educate yourself as I mentioned earlier you can you need to educate yourself and there is so many reasons as to why people are on birth control and I totally understand it and whether you're on Rakuten because your skin is so bad you can't handle it I get it I really, really get it. And this last week has been testing for me and Rakuten has been brought up so many times. Um, But for me personally, it just doesn't sit right with me because I truly want to heal this for good. And I know that that comes from within and that is something that's coming from my gut. And I know that if I can fix that and heal that, which is going to take time, the natural process always does. I feel like if I can get to the bottom of this, I can heal it for good. So that is just my goal. And I just have to remember that with knowing that it is going to take longer, but I'm not judging anyone. I'm not dissing anyone who is on any type of birth control or antibiotic or anything because this is hard being a woman is hard it's an amazing thing our bodies are so amazing but in in you know situations like this it is hard so I fully get it I understand you I hear you if you are struggling and you know you felt like there was no way out I get it I truly truly get it but the one thing I can say is to just do your research and understand what it is that you're putting it into putting into your body and if that feels good for you, you go for it. Like you do, you boo. And if not, ask yourself why, do more research. And if coming off whatever you're on is something you want to do and you do want to get to the bottom of it, then I also highly recommend. I just feel like there is a way out and it's just whether or not you want to, you want that quick fix or you want, I guess, the longer fix that could potentially be the fix, if that makes sense. So I don't want to, there's no right or wrong. There truly isn't. And it is whatever works for you. And for Rakuten, for instance, like I have been talking a lot about it in the last couple of weeks because I have been at breaking point with my skin and everyone is so different. I've had 50-50 answers. I've had people who are like, yep, went on it, no issues, so great, cleared my skin, never come back, that's that. Then I've got people who are like, went on it for six months, I was the worst version of myself, I was so mean, my mental health was horrible, came off it, all my skin issues came back. And I'm like, that is so hard to weigh up because I don't know what or how I would react until I actually went on Maracatine. And I'm just not willing to do that at this point in time. I'm not saying I won't do it, but for right now, it's not it's not happening right now. And who knows, that could be different in six months. But for right now, I'm stuck on just pushing through. I've, I've worked this hard. I've paid this much money. I put so much effort into it that I'm just not quite ready to give in to, I guess, medication just yet. Um, I'm pretty close. I'm at breaking point. I've really been struggling. I feel like I've got to get a bit more to give in terms of healing this um, holistically. But 
Another good um, tip that I can say as well is finding a good naturopath. I feel like, again, if you're willing to go down that natural route or if you're wanting to, finding a good naturopath that is willing to listen to you and work with you and just be, yeah, just listening. Even a, even a good doctor, just someone who's going to listen to what you want and not just force medications down you or just try and give you things to get you in, paying the money and getting you out kind of thing. You want someone who's going to be on your side, who's going to listen to you and wants to see you succeed, wants to see you thrive and do your best like that is has been um crucial for me is finding the people having people in my corner who want to see me succeed and and feel my best like that is so important to me and obviously just having support around you not being afraid to open up to whether that's your parents your best friend a brother a sister a boyfriend a girlfriend someone who you can trust and being able to have them on your side Jackson has been my rock through all of this like he's seen me at my absolute worst and he's seen me at my absolute best and through all of it he's supported me same as my mom same as Lily I know I can go to them at any point knowing that they'll either push me to continue to stick to my goals and stick to my dreams or just comfort me and just listen. Like they know what I need. They're willing to give it to me. They're willing to support me. And I feel like everyone deserves to have that. Plus you guys, my D- you know, my DMs are always open. And I hope that with me sharing my story, you're able to resonate in some way and get something from this. That is my ultimate goal, just to help you guys know you're not alone. Everyone's path looks different. Everyone's choices are different. Everyone's opinions are different. We're entitled to all of it and we all deserve to live an amazing healthy healthy happy life and to thrive because we're ultimately I'm pretty sure most of you listening are in your 20s and we just want to live our best lives right and I think that it can be so hard and lonely to go through times like this and when it is such a vulnerable thing to talk about there isn't many people that are willing to open up so yeah like I said I'm happy to take one for the team and open up to the world and you guys know I'm an open book so I will literally share it all but I think maybe I might do an episode as well doing like a question box on Instagram and answering your questions because I do think that you know you can ask a question that relates more to your journey but then get a quite a valuable answer answer from it so I hope I know this was a bit long but I hope that you guys understand a bit more of my birth control journey and how it kind of affected me and just again sharing my story in a different light or a different kind of way but again if you need someone to talk to if you have any questions my dms are always open I love you guys and I appreciate your support always I thank you for listening and supporting me on my journey and I would I want to do the same in returning you and supporting you. So thank you guys for listening. I love you so much and I hope you have the best day.